morning, good evening, and everything in between, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Oreo No Hills podcast. I'm Leslie, and I'm the head and the voice behind everything that goes behind the name Oreo No Hills Online. Uh, so that means that every time you see Oreo No Hills on Twitter, Instagram, on Tumblr, on anything else, basically, you know that's me. To be fair, I don't really know how podcasts work. I've seen so many vloggers talking to themselves, so I guess it's kind of the same. I just have to talk to myself, which is perfectly fine because I do it anyway. Um, <laughs> I got to be honest, everything is kind of scripted. Um, not really, but kind of, because I kind of need help uh, uh, not uh, digressing into another subject. So... Um, Everything is scripted, but not really, so you know it's really me. Uh, if you don't know Oriono Hills, uh, this is a blog that I've had for years now. Uh, I talk about TV shows, movie, music, everything that goes pop culture, that goes through my head or in my interest, I talk about it. I mean, I try. I've been kind of lazy lately, so basically uh, I try to talk as much as possible of about everything that I love uh, and I will try to do that in this podcast. Uh, this is my first uh, episode, this is my first time recording a podcast so there must be a lot of things that will go wrong but it's fine, I will do better next time and if and nothing goes wrong then I guess it's a plus I guess but yes, I'm very excited to start this and let's get into it so uh the way we're gonna go around with uh, this episode this first episode and all the episodes that we'll go through after this is basically i'm first gonna talk about the main subject of the episode and then i'm gonna digress and talk about the things that i've liked and watched recently or the things that i want to watch in the near future and maybe if you need some suggestions of things to listen to, things to watch in terms of TV shows and movies, this will be a great place for you to find out something. I mean, we've all been stuck in front of our Netflix catalog or Amazon Prime or Disney Plus or whatever you watch your things to, not knowing what we want to watch. So if you want somebody to pick it for you, I'm your girl. So um, let's get into our first subject. So I hesitated a lot about what I would talk about on my first episode. I didn't know if I wanted it to be about something specific as a one TV show or one song or one album or one movie or if I wanted it to be about general things and you will see in the future episode that it's gonna be a little bit of this and a little bit of that and because I've I, I have all the edits figured out basically but um for this first episode I'm gonna talk about a tv show that came out recently <laughs> I'm laughing because honestly, there's a lot of things to laugh about. This could have been one of the episodes that would be about a general thing. So I'm going to talk about Gossip Girl 2.0, like I like to call it. 
or the HBO Gossip Girl. Basically, the recent Gossip Girl that came out this summer. Um, there's a lot of things to say about this show specifically. There's a lot more things to say about reboots um, in general. Uh, but um, <laughs> I realize I say a lot of ums and they're necessary because I need to gather my thoughts when I talk about this <laughs> this show in particular. But let's get into it. So Gossip Girl, for those who don't know, that's not many of you, to resume it in a little bit. It's a show that ended exactly nine years ago um, in 2012. It's a show that was based on books uh, that portray the lives of the elite uh, of teenage New York um, in their high school. And you get to see... Uh, how they live, their trauma, and all the glamour, and they get to wear like very expensive clothes and live expensive life. And it sounds like I'm making fun of it, but the, it was a very entertaining show to watch, especially since I was a teenage girl at this time. I was not as privileged as them, but I was a teenager and it get to give me like a, some kind of escape of life and it did for so many teenagers and I do believe that the new Gossip Girl could be some kind of like escape for the the new generation of teenagers but as um as a fan of the originals I needed to watch it even if it's not meant for me and I couldn't help but compare it to the original and that's some good but there's a lot of bad about it. And I feel like this is something that is bad in reboots in general, especially if you've known the originals. Um, so it's very interesting to watch. So I've watched all six episodes that are already aired of Gossip Girl. And I didn't like it, like it, but I didn't hate it, hate it. No, I'm lying. I kind of hated it. But I still think that there is some good to it. And you can't really diss the whole thing of it. And I haven't reached uh, what I call for me to be the the Riverdale um, point. Which is the point where a show is so boring to me. Uh, this is my own opinion. But it's the point where the show is so boring that I actually fall asleep while watching it. I haven't reached that point for Gossip Girl yet, so I guess uh, that means that it's not that bad. But to be fair, um, I had a lot of hopes for the show. I don't like reboots, and I had a lot of hopes because when I saw everything on social media, I thought that it would actually be really good because they had nice ideas, but in the end of the day, I was kind of left hanging a little bit which I feel is like a main theme on every TV shows that I've watched recently so it's kind of sad but it is what it is. One of the main things I like about the new Gossip Girl is the fact that the cast is way more diverse. Um, if you don't know that already I'm a black girl and I'm the one who says that I will be screaming on the top of my lungs that representation matters in TV shows because it's kind of sad that I've grown up watching shows where there was no one that looked like me and no one that had problems 
that kind of like feel like something that I could relate to and and so it's kind of nice to have stories where people have kind of um kind of have like the same stuff going on as you like they look kind of like you um I feel like that's very important for the new generation I'm not saying Gossip Girl is one of the show where you think that you're gonna be relating to those characters because obviously they're all rich kids uh (laughs) that are living very expensive life that are very fantasized so this is not a show where you're gonna feel like "Mm, I can relate to those people in a in a important way but um it's always nice to see a diverse cast where that looks like real life basically so and this is something that was lacking in the original gossip girl so i'm really glad that that's kind of like uh, the case for the new version and it's very diverse not only in the people of color and stuff but also in a gender identity because you have right sexual characters you have lesbian character and you know their entire identity is not about their um their the way they define themselves sexually even if there's a storyline about one of the characters coming out as gay or bisexual not knowing exactly but his entire identity is not based on his sexual preferences and I feel like this is very important and we need that so I like that about the show the other thing that I like I mean not really like but I will get into it later but Gossip Girl is now an Instagram account that means that it gives the opportunity to the show to use their Instagram account to make Gossip Girl a real life thing and give people a way to connect with the show deeper if you've watched the original gossip girl you know that gossip girl used to be a blog this time around to make it more 2021 they revive it as an instagram account reviving it as an instagram account they decided to make it like more real meaning that when on the show gossip girl makes a blast on instagram they make that post on the real instagram uh i will post uh, the instagram account on my blog so you can actually have a visual of it but basically um it makes it more real and to make it even realer every um, character of the show actually have their own instagram account i can you can actually follow them not the actors i'm talking about the characters which is really interesting idea and it's not the first people to do it because if you've been following my blog or if you've been on social media or if you're like fully aware of things like i am you remember the show scam which originally did that scam were very very they were very savvy about it because the characters of Scam had their Instagram account and they were actually talking to one another. They were actually posting stories and it was all the time, like all week long, you can see like them posting stuff like real people. And it got to the point that people were actually confused and thought that the characters and the actors were real people. And Gossip Girl is not there yet. 
So they had they have the idea, they have the platform to do it, but they don't put that much effort into make it as real as they want it to be. So it's kind of a great idea, but it's not going the way it's supposed to. And that's one of the letdown I have with the show. But I mean, the idea is there. So I guess props to them for that. But you, they can do better. Speaking about stuff they can do better. Uh, let's talk about the storyline of the show. In the original Gossip Girl, the whole point of the show, the whole mystery of the show was to find out who the hell is Gossip Girl? Who the hell is the person that has a blog that knows everything about everyone and that is posting and nobody knows who this is? Who is handling this? Why are they doing this? Why, where, who, when? That's the whole idea of the show. In this new version, they decided to go an absolutely complete opposite way about it. Meaning that now, not only do we know who Gossip Girl is, we know why Gossip Girl is doing what she's doing. And we know how they came about to, to, to revive it. And you all know that in like the first 10 minutes of the show... And it's kind of a good and bad idea at the same time because if you take that mystery away, that leaves spaces to have new mystery and new storyline to show. But like the way they chose who did Gossip Girl, just there's so many things wrong about it. So I'm going to spoil it. I'm just going to spoil it because, um, I mean, it's been out for a month now, so I'm just going to spoil it. But basically, what happened is, in the new Gossip Girl, like, there's no more Gossip Girl, and the kids that go to school, and they're like, this super entitled, and it's so entitled that they basically bully the teachers. And the teachers get fed up, you know, because, like, on the first episode, there's this teacher that gets fired because she didn't give like a grade uh, a good grade to one of the kids and the parents like got them like fired or something and I get sick and tired of this and they're like oh my god we need to find a way to put the kids in line and this teacher that is one of the main characters decided to revive Gossip Girl because apparently bullying kids Apparently, bullying kids teach, teaches them discipline. And that's, the, that's how Gossip Girl comes back. Basically, the teachers decide to bully the kids. And it goes so far as in the first episode, one of the teachers take a picture of like two of his students that are like 14, 15, 15, 16, that are in their house changing and he takes a picture from the window and you could argue like why are you changing in front of the window but like why are you taking pictures of kids changing from outside the window that's pedo pornography like wh- what are we doing so the whole thing about the teachers doing gossip girl just felt so wrong and i guess that we need something to make the show be the show but it just doesn't sit right with me and I just, fi- I just find it so weird. So that's one of the things that I really did not like about uh, 
this the, the show in general and that's why i feel like it's just so toxic or or, or bad or bad writing bad idea i wouldn't say bad writing because uh, i know that the writers being a writer is very very hard and i have a lot of respect for the writers of the show but it's just like they could have found a better way to revive gossip girl let's be real it could have been a kid that makes more sense that a kid bullies other kids than the teacher bullying kids when usually when you're a teacher you've studied um you know you kind of know how to deal with kids in a way and bullying is not a way so it just doesn't make any sense to me another thing that kind of bothered me on the show like i said i have a lot of respect for writers I also have a lot of respect for the cast, but I feel like there is either something off with the script or something off with the acting or a combination of both. Because sometimes the way some storylines are delivered or some, some, even some like conversation are delivered just doesn't make any sense at all. Like... It's like I don't I don't I don't even know how to explain it per se, but we've had so far only six episodes. And one storyline that just sent me off was the one with uh the love triangle between Obi, Julian and Zoya. If you've watched the show, so you know that Zoya and Julian are the two main characters. Um they are Julian is like the queen bee of the school. Everybody loves her. She's an influencer on Instagram. Uh, her dad is like a big producer. Everybody loves her. And Obi is her boyfriend. And Obi is also like a little rich kid. And he really cares about social justices. So he's kind of like supposed to be like the rich kid, but like doesn't act rich in a way. But it kind of, it kind of, bites him in the ass at some point because he tries to act not privileged but he's very privileged and is so unaware of it um that makes him a very annoying character but i'm not gonna get into that i'm not digressing we're, we're staying on the script and in the perfect little world little zoya comes in the picture she started as a new kid in the school she's julian's um half sister um and she she is not as privileged as the other kids, even though her dad is a lawyer and stuff, but she's not as privileged as the all of the other kids. And she's very passionate about social justice as well. And Zoya and Obi have a lot in common, especially when it comes to interest. And he naturally falls in love with Zoya uh, because because she is more like him and Julian is more about image and stuff so they kind of fall in love with each other and but what bothers me is that that happened in like one episode when normally when there's a couple and a breakup in the show it takes at least at least four or five episodes before the couple breaks up and another one falls in love with each other. But that happened in like about two episodes. And then he's supposed to be a couple with Zoya and Julian is supposed to be okay with it after like 30 minutes of an episode. And when things get a little bit tough 
between Zoya and Julie and uh, and Obi. I'm getting confused. But when things start to get stuff between Zoya and Obi, he ends up kissing Julian and I just feel like this happened so fast. This can't happen in six episodes. That doesn't make any sense to me. And the way it happened is because the script was so written in like so fast. It's like, I'm in love with you. I'm not in love with you. And that's it. That's a whole conversation. And it's just, I feel like it's really hard to deliver. So I would say maybe it's the script or maybe the way it was delivered was not great. But I just couldn't buy it. And I've seen a lot of people on social media complaining about the acting of some of the actors. And I don't know if I, can't fo- I can fully blame the actors. I feel like if you don't give them a good script to deliver, they can really do the job. And there are some actors on the show that I believe that are really good. Like um, Thomas Doretti, he's carrying the show on his whole back. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, he's playing Max Wolf, who's like the new version of like Chuck Bass in a way, and he's doing like an incredible job. But then you have also Emily Allen Lind. I always call her Emily Allen Wood because of her mom, but she's Emily Allen Lind, uh, who's playing Audrey Hope, who's like I would say the new version of like Blair Waldorf, but they're very different from the original characters, which I like. Um, because Max Wolf is like, he's not as close uh, emotionally as Chuck Bass and Audrey Hope has actually genuine problems that Blair Waldorf didn't really have. Um, so they kind of had like their own identity but if you were to compare, I would say Max Wolf is the Chuck Bass of the season of this new generation and Audrey Hope is maybe the Blair Waldorf of the of this generation and I gotta say their their actors are doing a great great things representing this the their characters but they need good lines they need good good stuff to deliver as well uh, I feel like Audrey Hope was let down and talking about letting down it brings on um the last thing that I really don't like about the new show uh, there are two other characters, two main characters, Lunala and Mane Dehan. Lunala is supposed to be one of Julian's best friend and her makeup artist. And Mane Dehan is also one of Julian's best friend and kind of like her PR. Uh, because Julian is an influencer, she, she needs a team and she has a two besties that follow her everywhere. And they kind of like their the minions of Julian were smarter. Like Blair Waldorf in the original series, she had minions, but they're like all dummies that just follow Blair everywhere. Mana Dehan and Luna La, they like they make their own characters. They have their own personality and stuff and their their own agenda as well. And they help um, Julian in a way in her influencer journey. But what I really don't like is like, this is what I'm saying right now. This is what it's supposed to be. But the way it, it is kind of shared so far, it seems like Julian's um, 
Julian's, how do I call it? Like her whole career is their entire goal in life. Like for them to succeed in their journey on the show, Julian needs to be the queen bee. Julian needs to have the nice PR. And it's it's not like they, they should like wanted something for themselves and you don't see what they win out of this so it's kind of annoying to to see them fight for julian to be the queen bee even when julian doesn't really need it or want it so it's kind of like a letdown to have such strong characters uh living for another character in a way uh, especially for girls because i feel like um, living for somebody else is just not a nice story um, to sell in a way. I just, it's just, it's kind of like regressive. And this is something that I was hoping they will fix doing this new Gossip Girl, but they kind of let it that way. And I don't really like it, but I have hope that this will change in the rest of the seasons. So in just 25 minutes of me babbling, you already have an idea of how I like Gossip Girl. So far, if I had to rate it um, out of 10, I would give it a three and a half. But that can change if they do better. Like I said, um, I don't know if I said it already actually, but Gossip Girl is airing on HBO Max in the US. I don't know about the rest of the world. I know that it will be aired on Warner TV for France, Belgium, and Switzerland. So if you are from one of those countries, you need to look at on where to watch Warner TV. And that's it for Gossip Girl. On this last segment of the podcast, I'm going to talk about the things that I've watched recently and the things that I want to watch later. Uh, so if you need any suggestions, uh, this is where you need to listen a little bit. Um, recently, I've watched um, the, la- the five episode of the season finale of um, La Casa de Papel, a money heist for you English people. If you don't know already, those five episodes are just the first part of the last season. The rest is coming on December 3rd on Netflix. Uh, if you haven't watched it already, please do. Uh, I really love um, Money Heist because I always love it. No hate to any Americans. I love you guys. But I'll always love when a non-American show is winning the world because... You guys had a monopoly for a long time, but we're coming for you as Europeans or the rest of the world, basically. So um, it's a really good show. If you like um, smart shows about about a heist, obviously, um, very smart show, then you're going to love this one. Uh, I really recommend it. I will keep recommending it if you haven't watched it already. And those five episodes were really good. So very violent. Uh, I do not like violence, but I like when stuff are happening, and I was pretty much served with uh, those episodes. So I will recommend it if you haven't seen it already. I will recommend for you to watch it. I still believe that the show could have been over after the first two seasons. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like after the first heist, uh, the show was done, and it was beautiful that way. 
uh, we, they didn't need to come back, but they did. Netflix wanted money, so they got it. So they, they did. And honestly, the second heist was good. It was good. Um, not necessary, but really good. So I would recommend it. And I also finished um, the last season of Sex Education that came out on Friday. Uh, I promoted it on my social media. I really like Sex Education. Not gonna lie. Uh, I found that last season to be kind of a letdown. I feel like maybe they explored everything they needed to explore with the first two seasons. And right now, I just feel like it's all of the same and not the same. But it's kind of, it was I wasn't really into the story as I was in the first two seasons. But it was really nice to see those characters again. It's really nice to see um healthy conversation about sex education in schools and sex education uh, between parents and kids and also sex education uh, through like when you're grown up because you never really stop learning about sex so I feel like it was very interesting thing to watch and I still recommend the show even if I didn't really like the third season sadly I wish I liked it but it was kind of yeah could have been better like to watch i don't know it's more about movies right now um i still need to see chang chi um the new marvel movie i absolutely need to watch it if you if you know me and you know my blog uh, you know i'm i'm a marvel girl to the core i'm a huge fan of dmcu i wouldn't be surprised if it was on my podcast soon uh but um yeah, I still need to watch the movie. And another movie that I really, really, really need to watch is June. Obviously, I feel like it's over-talked about already. Uh, I will see it next week normally. So I'm very excited to watch it. And I feel like you guys should watch it too. Because can we get enough of Zendaya? No, we can't. That's not a thing. You can't get enough of her. So just for that, you need to watch it. I think I haven't seen it yet, but I feel like you need to watch it. So that's it for my first podcast. Am I satisfied with this part episode? Mm, yes and no. I'm glad I did it, but it could be better. It will be better. And but we'll see each other next week and hopefully it will be better and we'll keep getting better. So get excited. Uh, next week it will be more musical because next week is about k-pop so be excited and thank you for listening guys bye